aha moment came from me working on certain of my emo- uh, assumptions and then I realized oh it's called the love of assumption got it <laughs> it's literally in the name yes 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 and here's the funny part what I realized was that but wait a minute if we don't have any assumption at all like take away every single assumption you can ever have it's empty everything hmm. becomes empty and that's I remember I had this conversation this morning with David and he said and I told him that then everything is empty and he said yeah that's you that's you your awareness and I was like yeah the purity <laughs> of the awareness yes exactly exactly because even though you say i come out of love i only speak in love it's still an assumption you know would you even say our dna is our yeah it's it has assumption imprinted from families and ancestors and I believe so yeah. Whole, wholeheartedly. I don't have any scientific evidence yeah. and becoming a scientific woman in the future. Yeah, I mean, epigenetics <laughs> is kind of confirming that. Yeah, more and more. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But so. for me, it just makes sense, of course. It's like leaving a recording. That's what you do. And mm-hmm. DNA is actually a print of information. That's what it does. And, and we, we can't be sorry, my language, that's stupid to assume that, no, that is not true. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it's like, wait a minute, if I am inheriting my mom's nose and my dad's mouth, Mm. why cannot I inherit the fears that's already in my system, in my nervous system, you know, or their nervous system? So for me, it's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And I don't think people mean anything bad by it. I just think that we don't have the measurement. We can't measure it. Yeah. The science is all about measuring yes yeah. you know? yeah medicine so so but short answer hell yes yeah and and that. and i guess then we can talk about in staying in in theme with um some of the sub themes we have such as collectivism mm-hmm. our culture background mm-hmm. cultural background oh, assumptions what kind of assumptions do we have <laughs> what's the baggage <laughs> Okay, I'm only going to speak out of experience. This is not, this is just my own experiences, but I feel like my whole life has been built out of other people's assumptions. Like my subconscious has been printed into other people's assumptions. So, because sometimes I can find myself asking, so, okay, if that's an assumption that you heard or you imprinted by somebody else, what's your true assumption? Mm. And I'm completely blank. I have no idea what to replace it with, you know? And I've been I'm imagining that right now and it's a pretty scary place. Wait, yeah. What am I? <laughs> exactly. What do I believe in? What do I want to happen? Oh my God, not, no, nothing is going to happen. Now my imagination is going crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. But that also made me realize that, ah, this is why it is a collectivism because we believe in the same assumptions. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we create a, 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 a entangled reality where, where we see the same things and we, we assert our assumptions. Like I told you, if you did this, this is going to happen, you know? And if you didn't do that, this is going to happen. And, and um, I guess it's some kind of still a survival mentality in many ways. Yeah. Let's talk more about 
our cultural background and then the assumptions we inherited that mm-hmm. we didn't question. Mm-hmm. And now, now what? Now that we know about the law of assumption and Neville and manifestation stuff, now what? How has it been playing in your life? Love that question. Um, I realized that I am creating a more authentic self. Hmm. I'm being more authentic to what I'm desiring, what I really want and what my heart's speaking for or not. So, and I'm not throwing words as being a kind person that easily anymore. It's like, okay, what does that actually mean yeah. to be a kind person? And when I say I want to be successful in business, hmm, what does that actually mean, you know? And, and um, finding my way, navigating through my own perceptions and assumptions and see that, ah, oh, shit, I have to really start over here and look at it. It's not like this takes weeks, but it's actually, we're talking about in a couple of hours. We're yeah. talking about in a couple of hours. Let's say becoming a... Um, successful business owner okay what does that mean you know so i really have a lot of assumptions what business means or what business should be so my imagination is like showing me that okay so when you say business i see men in suits <laughs> i see banks i see loans i see contracts i see negotiations but my heart is telling me that no nah, that's not quite what i'm talking about you know so for me, using the word business is becoming more and more like, yeah, maybe that's not what I want. Maybe it's entrepreneurship. Then suddenly it shifts a little bit more, which is closer to what I want, you know? So this is what I've been doing back and forth, trying to be as authentic as I can be. And, and it takes time, absolutely, yeah. but it doesn't consume all my time. Yeah. That I'm being more and more aware of what is true and authentic to me even in relationships even in relationships as a mother it's like okay what is a mother maybe i don't want to even call myself as a mother anymore you know because mm-hmm. maybe i'm just a guide i'm guiding my kids mm-hmm. because giving motherly nourishment and, and and joy and love is what i do to everybody yeah you know? i give it to everybody yeah so you know stuff like that but yeah it can also sound like a little bit schizophrenia, like I'm creating my own world and yeah. nobody's in it, but that's what we do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we go inside ourselves. So to answer your question, to be more and more authentic. Mm. And, exactly. and as you were talking about the motherhood thing, um, and what you're saying doesn't mean that, you know, you're denying someone's desire to be the unique mother or the one person that you know her kids run towards or things like that you're just saying for you it's it's a beautiful exploration right now Mm -hmm. oh my goodness i'm more more of a guide to them Mm -hmm. right and and i mean they obviously are still going to call you mother or mom Mm -hmm. but that doesn't matter the words really don't matter it's what you are deciding to to um, steward within you, to, to usher out of you that what does, okay, they call you mom, what does it mean for you now? Exactly. Right, so that's exactly. kind of exactly. what I'm taking out of it. And, and as you're talking about relationships too, I straight went to, because I, I like coaching people when it comes to finding um, a significant person or mm-hmm. to be with, a significant person to be with. I was thinking about my own journey of mm-hmm. what assumptions did I have while I was single mm-hmm. 
while I was single and bitter, while I was mm -hmm. single and happy. Yeah. <laughs> and now that, you know, I am married and even within marriage or within a relationship, romantic relationship, you can also find the bitter assumptions and the yeah. happy assumptions. So uh, it's, it's interesting because I did, I, I had to let go of some assumptions <clears throat> from uh, being single and happy, even, even when it's very positive, even that mm -hmm. you can become still attached to that identity of being single. But if you're thriving as a single person, why would you want to be married, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of start looking at a different set of assumptions. Oh, um, there is something beautiful I can create with the other person when I'm married. There, there, there are amazing assumptions about married life, even as a single happy person that I was like, you know what? Yeah, I want to experience that. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to be miserable in a state before you want to shift into a different state. You can decide to go from a happy state to a completely different happy state. But I did, all those things were coming to mind as you were, you were, you were bringing up the relationship aspect. Yeah. And you see, this is, this is the, the work. It's an internal work that you constantly are doing. It's not like I'm sitting down with my kids telling them, don't call me mom, call me guy. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's more like what speaks true to me. Yeah. So starting to shut off all the old assumptions from, from what I grew up with. Okay. And I start to realize that some things are similar and some things, you know, I'm still holding on to them and some things are not, you know, for instance, the language, I love to speak my na native language and I love mm -hmm. to teach my kids that language, you know, um, because I find beauty in that language. I, especially in writings, it's like, I, it's like painting, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, so some things I'm keeping because I love them. They're dear to me. And some things in, I'm not, they're not working out with me anymore. You know? They're yeah. not compatible anymore. So, and that has to be okay. And because I think this is what it's all about for me when it comes to the law of assumption that I'm coming closer and closer to my own essence, you know, and express that for myself because suddenly I notice that expression becomes much easier. It's much easier to manifest things the closer my essence I become. So the closer your what? The closer my essence I, I get to. Mm -hmm. the easier it is for me to manifest. Mm -hmm. So I think this is what's making me want to talk about these kind of things that I noticed that in, in, in certain point of my life, I realized that some cultural things was not resonating with me and I couldn't speak up about it, you know? Yeah. So this is not about, oh, this is bad and this is good. It's more like what resonates with me. So mm -hmm. the work still has to be done. Yeah, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is one. Yeah. And and the law of assumption, um, from what you're talking about right now, I'm I'm what I'm getting to is that you are doing it from a place of um uh deciding you desire to do it rather than being a reactive, right? And I'm gonna bring it again back to the mm -hmm. uh, the set of assumptions I had as a single happy person. And then um, the shifting I had at the, you know, okay, I want to be married now. Mm -hmm. I, it was not reactive. It wasn't, so let's see if I can better explain it. So if I go from a single unhappy, 
hoping that marriage is gonna fix my unhappiness. Mm-hmm. Then the assumptions I wanna, I'm having in those moments and why I wanna be married is that they're more reactive. Uh, I'm reacting against that place of unhappiness. Therefore, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. want to, I want a marriage. Whereas yeah. when I'm going from a single happy person who is just desiring to go towards marriage, mm-hmm. then I, my, my set of assumptions stop being reactive. They become more like a, uh, I don't know what other words, active or more directive, if that makes yeah. sense. It's not, I'm not reacting, but I'm deciding that yeah. it flows better if, yeah. Yeah. So a, a question for you regarding to that. Do you believe that if you had stayed, if you had moved state from, from being single and, and what do you call it? Feeling lonely, unhappy, yeah. exactly. And then go straight to marriage. Do you think that that awareness follows into the state of being married? Oh yeah, unhappiness yeah. married. Yeah. I think, yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's like a huge can of warm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I guess that's something we don't even talk about in manifestation much, or maybe we do. I've, I've seen some people talk about it where you just, you just need it. You want that significant person so badly. And then you calm down and then manifest person. Right. Yeah. But then the, you manifested version of the person that is making you unhappy, mm-hmm. but you have the person yeah. it's making you unhappy. So yeah you go, yeah. you take that state of unhappiness with you to yeah. give me that person. Yeah, because this is what I've noticed that states is something that shifts all the time. Mm-hmm. And, but the awareness, the awareness is what needs to be changed. 